Play, play, because I don't know if y'all seen on the Cape Dish podcast the fish. I don't know if y'all follow her on Instagram, but Boss Up Barbie just signed her first, 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 first major deal, bitch. That is, that is just a big ass deal, my nigga. That shit is not lightweight. That is not no easy feat, bro. That is not some shit that everybody can just do, okay? And that girl done worked her ass off. She done been grinding, 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 putting up her own money for fucking everything, and that shit done paid off. We got to send a big-ass congratulations to Boss Up Barbie. If you're not following her, you have to go to her Instagram. You have to send her somewhere. Wishes, like... We have to, like, that's the type of shit that I love to see, especially for my black women, like, period. The girls are deserving. The girls are deserving. The girls is coming together. They things all 2021. That's a big-ass look. So, congratulations to her. Super, 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 super proud. Like, that shit just really go to show. Oh, welcome back to the Kate's Podcast. What episode? uh 98 episode 98 i think i don't know but anyway that just goes to show like what dedication and really being consistent will get your ass like grinding 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 i remember she told me like if you can go consistent if you can be consistent with some shit for like six months you're gonna see some big ass results and baby results is what the fuck she got so we gotta say congratulations go send her your congrats stream no emotions run that shit up like it is up for her i'm so happy for her that that's just me i'm just happy for the girls like oh my god everybody is getting their things another one of my friends he got um you know a really good offer to go play overseas like it was just one of them days um sunday like everybody was just getting their shit like getting their due diligence so i love that for my people because 2020 was such a fucked up ass year like i'm just so glad to see my people come out on top period so let's go ahead and get right into the episode i don't have a, a shitload of stuff on this list but baby we got some things to talk about where i want to start well, we starting All-Star Weekend, JT coming to America, um, Dej Loaf, like, what we doing? What we, what we going with it? What we want to start? So we started with music. So, let's go ahead and talk about Atlanta, since we already started with music. So, All-Star Weekend, done coming on. Oh, my God, y'all hoes stress me out every day. Y'all did not listen to my girl's trip episode at all, bitch, and it shows. You hoes did not take none of the advice that was given to you in the shows and at this point i'm tired of rescuing you hoes i'm tired of giving y'all 
all this good sound advice from all this good life experience a bitch got and you hoes just simply refuse to take it i told y'all don't care y'all ass on nobody trip especially to atlanta during all-star weekend with no money in your pocket and what you do you hoes are sleeping in cars y'all bitches got on flights not not even got on flights got on the road drove hours and hours and hours to get to Atlanta to sleep in a car. I seen hoes sleeping in U U-Hauls. I seen a video of some girls getting like fully dressed in the back of U-Hauls. Hopping out of U-Hauls. Girls sleeping in cars. It was a GoFundMe. Nah. Let me tell y'all how the world's so fucked up. <laughs> like y'all just be having the wrong shit going on. This girl started a GoFundMe because her stupid ass and some people say it was a prank some people say it wasn't i don't know but i'm gonna go on the fence and say that it was real because she made a go fund me about it and they was really like rallying around her trying to support her stupid ass 2021 i'm not supporting dumb shit no more how about that how about Drink ain't supporting the fuck shit no more done with it absolutely done with it um i'm done with it i'm not supporting fuck shit no more so this girl went her ass carried her ass down from new york to atlanta with four hundred dollars in her pocket for all-star weekend let's start right up first of all okay 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 a regular weekend in atlanta I'm talking about Friday through Sunday. You get in Atlanta Friday and you leave Sunday. Four hundred dollars can do can, can can do what it need to do for you. Cause if you only there Friday through Sunday, you just finna eat, go to the club, paying general admission, couple drinks in the club, you might spend forty, fifty dollars, go to the trap museum. Um, a couple brunches from Friday through Sunday and on a regular ass weekend in Atlanta $400 will take you where you need to go it'll get you there and it'll get, it'll get you back if you excluding your ticket in your hotel so you don't pay for the ticket hotel and you only got $400 spending money okay it'll do what you needed to do it'll do what you needed to do for 48 hours it'll do what you needed to do but you carried your ass from New York City to Atlanta with $400 during a goddamn celebrity weekend when general admission to the clubs is $100, between $1 and $250 for general admission. We ain't even talking about drinks. Bitch, don't you dare look at a section hole. We talking about general admission between $1 and $250 cause it's celebrity weekend. You carried your ass down there with four. Four hundred dollars. Four one hundred dollar bills is what you had in your purse. So you get your ass down to the Atlanta. You done drunk up all the mimosas. You go into the brunch and see if y'all ain't never been to Atlanta, the brunch spots, you gotta pay to get in, just like the club. So some of them, not all of them, but some of them you're gonna pay about twenty dollars to park, twenty dollars to get in on top of your food. Because they like quote unquote clubs. So bitch, you done spent up all your money at the mimosas. You done went to the club. You done walked your ass around Lennox. 
you done went in Zara, bought you a couple outfits, and bitch, that little $400 was gone day one. Tell me why this hoe made a damn GoFundMe because she couldn't get back home. Y'all, I hit the flow. This bitch say she bought a one-way ticket from New York City to Atlanta. One-way ticket. She said she was going to buy the other one when her damn uh, unemployment dropped. The unemployment ain't dropped. This hoe was stuck in Atlanta. She needed $1,300 to get home. Bitch, you don't need no $1,300 to get home. You trying to finesse. <laughs> like, but the crazy thing is people was donating to her ass. So, you know what? If y'all dumb enough to donate, child, at this point, everybody get your money. Fuck it. If people is dumb enough to donate to these stupid-ass causes, get your money. I'm not condoning the fuck shit 2021. My black ass ain't donate. But you know what? Last time I checked, I think she had that made a little over, like, $1,400. People was really trying to pitch in to help this dumb ass out to each his own. But, bitch, I looked at the flights. $228 would have got your ass home on JetBlue, but that's neither here nor there. You got your little $1,300. So it is what it is. You got your $1,300 plus groceries when you get home plus rent. But you know what? It is what it is. I don't know why y'all be... Tr- this my thing. This my thing. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> First of all, I don't never buy no damn one-way flight ever. I never subscribe to that shit. Round trip ticket, period. I don't give a damn if it's two separate airlines going to and from. I don't give a damn if I got to fly Southwest going, Spirit coming back, Spirit going, Frontier coming back. I don't give a fuck. I need two tickets. I have to get there in bed. And two, if I ain't got the funds, I'm just not going, y'all. See, that be the thing. Y'all be want to go and be like, where the niggas at? Where the ball is at? Where the ball is at? Let me tell you something. Everybody wanted to, to run to Atlanta for All-Star Weekend because it was niggas in town. It was niggas with money in town. But, bitch, just because it's niggas in town, I mean, they're checking for you. Like, think about it. If you wouldn't never attract the NBA-type niggas in your day-to-day, just because you go in Atlanta and you get your makeup done for the Queen 80 and you throw your lace on... That don't mean you just finna automatically snatch a ball and he finna get the tricking. You gotta be a different type of bitch to make these niggas get the tricking. I'm talking about athlete niggas now. So, I don't know what the hell. A lot of hoes went down there with the expectation like, oh, it's gonna be bottles in town. I'm finna come up. It don't work like that. <laughs> it don't always work like that. I mean, sometimes it, it might work out in your favor, but no, pool. If you ain't been pulling big money niggas, you ain't just finna magically start. You gotta have a certain, um, what the hell say? Jenna's like, well, is that how you pronounce it? To pull big money niggas. So, that's that on that. Now, that's what a lot of y'all set y'all damn sights on. That's why y'all hoes ended up sleeping in the back of U-Hauls. I could not believe that U-Haul video. That shit sent me to my grave. I couldn't believe that damn stuck in Atlanta video either, but... Nevertheless, y'all showed the hell out. Y'all had Lennox looking like compound. Lennox is one of them malls I don't go to on a regular trip to Atlanta. They be shooting inside and outside Lennox. They rob your ass in the parking garage, in the parking lot. Like, Lennox is just not the mall that I'm going to go to when I slide to Atlanta. Feel me? I go to Perimeter. Um, I go to that other shit. What's the other mall with Press at Rashida store? 
uh, Phipps. But I'm not, I, I don't fuck with Lennox. It's just, it's too much because you really don't know if you finna get right walking to your car. I don't have time for that. Like, niggas be in Lennox really watching to see what stores you're going to. God forbid you walk around, you don't went shopping in Gucci, you got your little Gucci bag. Girl, they just gonna rob you for that. I just, I don't have that type of time. Atlanta is not the Wakanda that y'all be trying to make it out the same. Like, Atlanta has its great parts. But then Atlanta also be with the shits. And that's what a lot of people be trying to act like. That shit just don't exist. They blind to it. So, I was seeing videos of Lennox. Like, it was so many people. That shit was honestly out of hand. It was just, it was so many people. That shit looked uncomfortable in the mall. Then I seen um, the clubs very packed. That's to be expected. It was just a lot. It was a lot going on. I I seen one or two fights, couple fights, but I wasn't too concerned with that. It's a rapper though. Uh, the dude got killed on the interstate. It was a Houston rapper, Chucky Trill or something. Wait, let me look. What's his name? Trill Chucky. I want to make sure. Uh, let me look real quick. How long? Yeah, he, Chucky Trill. He was on his way, well, in Atlanta for All-Star Weekend. Was he on his way? Because he had, like, he was supposed to perform at a virtual event. He So, they shot him on the interstate. Yeah, they killed him on a Georgia interstate. Like, that's so fucking sad. So, I mean, it just, it is what it is. I've I just been trying to stay away from big events like that. I like shit like that. Don't get me wrong. I love to step out. I love to pop out. But sometimes it just be too fucking much. It ain't even like the money part. Because you expect to spend the bag. But I'm talking about it just be too motherfucking much. Like, it just be too much. It just be too many people. Too much congestion. Too many janky promoters. Like, I guess just too much effort to go out. Like, honestly, I'd rather get fine, get cute, and fucking kick it at brunch. Kick it at brunches and restaurant like, lounges and shit. Not actual clubs. Like, I hit Escobar, um, one of the little brunch places or whatever. Any Anything like that. But the actual, factual club, sometimes that shit just, it just be too much effort. It just be too much effort, especially if you ain't got no section. And a bitch like me, I'm old and gray, and my bones ain't what they used to be. I can't be doing the whole waiting line for two hours thing to get in a club. I did that one time. It was me, my best friend, and my other friend. And we was waiting to get into this Rick Ross, Meek Mill, like, MMG day party shit. We waited in that line for two hours, y'all. It was hot. A bitch was tired. Like, I was so hot. I was so tired. I was so ready to go. But I didn't want to be a party pooper. Everybody else wanted to stay. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We can stay. We go ahead and stay. But, baby, I was livid. I was not happy about that shit. I was so irritated. So, yeah. Been there, done that. I ain't doing it no more. But, Y'all showed y'all ass in Atlanta. And then there was so many videos going around of, like, people stealing the wheels and the rims off people's cars. Like, literally, people parking their shit, like, in parking garages or parking lots. And they coming out and all their, their shit is, like, on bricks. 
that's some hating ass shit. I'm sorry. That ain't even like no hustling shit because if the car ain't had no rims on it, y'all literally just stealing tires and hubcaps. That's some hating shit. I can't subscribe to that. That is some hating ass shit to take somebody tires off their car. You know how mad I be? Like, that's so lame. I, I couldn't understand it. I don't know. I would assume maybe some of the cars had rims on it. But, I don't know. What the fuck is your motivation to steal tires and hubcaps? Like, that shit was bummy as fuck. Like, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta is the fucking ghetto. <laughs> Atlanta is the ghetto. And I, I'm trying to move there. The fuck? But, yeah, it was a lot. That's a lot going on. But, Y'all look good. Outfits, hair, nails, makeup. The bitches look good. The niggas look good. From what I can see, everybody looked good. So, at the end of the day, we got our photo ops. Everybody got their Instagram pictures on. Baby, successful weekend to me. Even though it was a hot-ass mess. So, I was home watching Coming to America during All-Star Weekend. Um, Yeah, it was too much black excellence for me. Y'all could have kept that shit, honestly. I'm not a fan of remakes. I am so anti-remake, anti-remix, anti-deluxe version. I'm anti all that shit. I can't even cap. Like, I don't like any of it. I'm so anti that shit. I hate redos. Like, redos that nobody was asking for. Like, Coming to America. We watch Coming to America, the one like the throwback one the og one and you still laugh it's still funny it's still hilarious like why the freak do you need a remake of that you don't you honestly don't like that shit was so unnecessary i was so annoyed the movie was so corny so spoiler alert i'm just gonna give y'all a complete rundown of it even though i checked out like halfway through the movie i was done but um long story short, it's about, you know, um the prince, he got a, a son in America who has to take over the throne and he goes get the son and the son come over and it's just corny as fuck from there. They spent so much money. Like they spent the whole budget on getting all the dope black ass actors. Which, okay, we love to see, but the storyline just fell flat. It was corny. It was like, it was just like trying too hard to be funny. I don't know. I just, I couldn't get jiggy with it. Wesley Snipes was funny. Him and his um, cornrow lace front, I lived. He was like the funniest part of the shit. And he ain't even a damn comedian. All them damn comedians, I ain't laughed once. But when Wesley Snipes was on the screen. Um, yeah, I could have kept that. I, I don't know how it ended. Because, like I said, by halfway through that damn movie, child, I was on YouTube. Like, the movie was on TV, but me and YouTube was here on my phone. So, not here for it. Um, but it is what it is. We love a remake, and I love when my people get their bags. So, cool. But, yeah, if you ain't watch it, um, don't go and get prom just to watch it. It ain't worth all that. So, coming to America too, don't recommend. Um, what else? I told y'all this list is short as fuck today. Oh, I what I did like about coming to America too was that they shot the movie at Rick Ross' house. 
Can you imagine how big Rick Ross' house is if they shot that whole movie there? And I seen Rick Ross in there. Listen, I know that's right. Rick Ross said, y'all gonna use my goddamn house. Y'all gonna give me a couple lines. I'm here for it. Rick Ross getting slim. He looking good, though. Rick Ross is aging well. He aging well. Diddy aging well. Goddamn 2 chains aging well. Them, they looking the fuck good. Ross looking good. He, I like Fat Ross. But since he lost weight, he does look really, really good. Because he not bone, bone, bone on bone skinny. Like, he don't look crazy, but... He's he looks really good. Ross looks really really good for his age. I'm happy to see Ross healthy. Like I'm one of them people, rappers that I really fuck with. Oh Jeezy look good, of course. Gucci Mane look good, but anyway, rappers I really fuck with. I like to see my rappers age in music, cause some you know you don't get to see that. Um, shit, we lost Von, Pop Smoke, Nipsey. So many, so many other rappers. But I'm just saying, like, it's like a blessing to see the rappers that you really like. And you get to see them kind of, not retire, but transition and do just other shit other than rap. I think that's same for Jeezy. Like, you know, he could have been dead. Gucci could have been dead. Ross, Ross had a, a health scare. Y'all remember, like, shit, us fans ain't think Ross was going to make it. When he was having them seizures and all that type of shit. So, to see him, like, up and just healthy and still going, like, that shit is a blessing. Same with Wayne. I remember Wayne had a health scare. Like, Wayne had a, a seizure or some shit. It, that shit is scary. Like, you know, rappers don't really be living long. So, it's good to see my faves living on jeezy looking good healthy happy working out and shit jim jones fine as all hell like these rappers hit 40 and i always say this fabulous another one they hit 40 and get fine as all outside boy i don't know what's in the water i don't know what it is and that just ain't even for rappers that's for like men in general every man i know that hit 40 or is right at 40 though look the fuck good like they look way better than they look at 20 i don't know what it did like but look wise them niggas look the fuck great i don't know what's in that that 40 year old water so anyway that's a little disclaimer there okay so we're gonna talk about atlanta coming to america a big thing that was on twitter we finna go back to music um, so there's this new um artist, Koi Lee Ray. Is that how you pronounce her name? Koi Lee Ray. She's Benzino's daughter. Apparently she sings the song No More No More Parties. Let me see if I can play it. I um just discovered the song. So I'm not well versed on it. I didn't realize it was such a big TikTok thing. Where's my water? I need an assistant to bring me water every time I get the fucking feeling like I want to cough on this podcast. And my mouth is super dry. So, is this the song? When I had my vision, you couldn't see. I'm off the bottom. Okay. I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people I know. Okay. I just heard this song. I get that. 
So, I like the song. But when I first heard it, it's, it was playing on somebody's video. I thought it was Dave's Loaf. I'm not even going to care. Does this not sound just like Dave's Loaf? That don't sound like Dave's Loaf, That don't sound like Dave's Loaf, y'all. Dog, I was tripping when they told me I went Dave's Loaf. So then, it sparked this whole conversation of basically Koi Lee Ray sounds just like fucking Dej Loaf. And so, Dej Loaf was trending. I can't remember what day that was, but people was basically giving Dej her flowers and I was fucking with it. Um, yeah, this is, and then, okay, wait, <laughs> let me cut this down so I get my thoughts I really fuck with this song, though. I can't lie. But I, I was excited when I first, first heard it. Because I'm like, okay, Dave's done caught a new one. Because me personally, and I feel like this about a couple artists. I feel like the industry, for whatever reason, kind of discarded Dave. Or I don't know if Dave Loaf discarded us or the industry discarded her. But she just went away. Not went away because she's still putting out music. She was on Ross last project. She's still around. But if you was around when Dej Loaf dropped Try Me, matter of fact, let's play Try Me real quick. Because when she dropped Try Me, that shit was such a big song. And then after that, she had Me, You, and Hennessy. She had the song Back Up. With Big Sean, she had the song with Jaquees in the club. She had some songs with Lil Dirt. That's when I think shit went left, but I'm going to get there. Well, soon after that. But I just expected Dej to be huge. Like, still big, like, to this day. And I feel like she drops music, but nobody really pays attention to it. Like, it goes under the rug. This age, she sounds just like Koi. Did she not? Or am I tripping? Bruh, they sound just like, I'm sorry. I know Koi Lee Ray fans was on Twitter trying to say they sound nothing alike. They sound just alike. If you put both of these songs on back to back, they're gonna sound just like. But they is just one of them people. Nobody pays attention to her music no more when it drops. And my personal opinion is when Days came out with "Try Me." If you look at the video, she was dressed in, you know, baggy clothes, comfortable shit. She was vibing. I think, long story short, when they tried to make Dej super sexy, I don't know if y'all remember, but it was it was a BET Awards, like, not long after Dej came out and started popping. And she had on some heels and this tight-ass dress. McGraw looked so fucking uncomfortable. She did not look comfortable at all. Like, she looked... Like, she just did not feel good in that shit. And ever since then, 
I think that I don't know if they got pissed off with the label for trying to force this super feminine ass image on her or what, but I feel like that's when like they just it seemed like she stopped fucking with us to be honest with you. Or she stopped fucking with the industry. But I just didn't appreciate that. I don't like how they tried to flip days from how she looked and try me to some sexy ass vixen. Like, I, I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that. And that's, I think, has a little bit of, like, that has some to do with why we don't really see days like that. But with Coily Ray. And there's no shade to Coily Ray because I love her fucking song. It's, they just sound so much alike. And for me, it's like, okay, if we can embrace Koi, why we can't embrace Dave? Like, if we gonna let Koi through the door, then we should reopen that motherfucker for Dave. Or am I tripping? If I'm reaching, let me know I'm reaching, but... I don't know. It's to me like I don't even be knowing when a Days of Project come out. It's not on the, the front page of the streaming platforms. The blogs don't post it. It's literally nowhere unless you literally go to Days Love's page and see it. But my my thing is why? Like why is that? Why do? Why will like we completely push one artist to the side? Who did it first and was at the top and we like pushed them to the side like damn near like that sound is over with just to welcome in like a reincarnated version of them that's all i'm saying um and again that's no shade to koi her music is really fucking good i hate that she going through this shit with her dad benzino it's it's too public for me I don't think she deserved that. I don't think fathers should act like that. But I'm curious. I'm just curious of what y'all think. And I love that Dej Loaf was trending on Twitter. I can't remember what day it was. But people was just giving her her flowers and her props. Like, just a, a regular day. And then that sparked another conversation about Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap had a hell of a run. Fetty Wap's first album was so fucking good. I listen to that album still to this day, frequently. Like, often, I'm listening to this Fetty Wap first album with Trap Queen and My Way and all that shit. Like, Fetty has so many good, 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 good songs. And then it's just like, it's, it's like, twenty. I think 2016 was like Fetty's year. Let me see when Trap Queen came out. But then after that first album kind of fizzled, it just seems like, okay. But it's so many niggas that sound just like Fetty Wap. Like, I don't know. I get irritated with it. That shit came out. When did Trap Queen come out? Because I ain't gonna lie. The first time I seen the Trap Queen video, oh, 2014. Okay, cool. I thought Trap Queen was like a parody video. The first time I seen it. But baby, by that third time I looped that damn song, I was stuck on Trap Queen. I'm still stuck on Trap Queen. I listened to this shit. So much. Like, I was just telling my homegirl. Oh, 
Trap Queens to this day still got my ass in bondage. Like, I listen to this song at least three, four times a week. I am attached to Trap Queen. And it's funny with music, you'll get attached to a song because you be attached to how it made you feel back then. 2014 was a great ass year for me. 2014 was a good year. I mean, it was pretty darn good. So, and it was around the song Trap Queen, around the time Trap Queen came out. So, I think that's another reason why I'm so in in just obsessed with it. Because it bring me back to 2014. That was a great ass year. But after this, when did Fetty's album come out? Fetty had a good ass album. I don't know when, what year the album came out. But anyway, the album was good as fuck. But long story short, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I just wanted to really know why is that. Because Trap, um, not Trap Queen, Fetty Wap is another one. Like, he dropped music, but... Why is it not a big deal? Why are we not hearing about it? Why has Fetty Wap's time come and gone? But it's 20 niggas since him that sound just like him. And they're flourishing. Like, they're doing the same shit as Fetty Wap. I don't get it. But this this industry finicky as fuck anyway. Me and my homeboy was having a good-ass conversation on Sunday. Like, and his words, not mine. He was like, he feel like the baby is on his way out. I don't think the baby is on his way out, but I definitely, definitely think that his fans are not as interested anymore. And again, I don't know why it is, but my friend made, brought up a good point. He says, the baby, and I don't agree with this completely. I kind of do, but... Anyway, his thing was the baby kind of came out with the humor and the face. And he came out with like the muscle costumes and his videos was fun. I personally love the baby's videos. I felt like the baby is what rap is missing in terms of fun and humor and comedic elements. Niggas is not making funny ass videos no more. They making videos when they just in the hood with guns, whatever. It's it's nothing exciting. It's nothing cute about it. I love the baby visuals. They so thought out. And I was a fan of like when he was wearing the costumes and the baby diapers and like all the fun shit. I really felt like he brought the fun back. But what my homeboy was saying was like that shit was a phase. And now it's fizzled out. Like, his fans have moved on from that. They're not impressed with it no more. It's not funny no more. Like, they're they're done with it. So, he was like... Then he brought up the, the career of Lil Baby. Who, he says, has not aligned himself with temporary shit. So, basically, his whole thing was... The Baby has kind of aligned himself in his career with gimmick temporary fat type shit versus Lil Baby who has aligned himself with shit that's gonna stick that's gonna last I I can see it I don't know why I say I disagree because I definitely can see that but Lil Duh not Lil Baby we ain't talking about Lil Baby no more Duh Baby has moved away from the gimmicky shit so I just I don't understand why he's not able to 
um, thrive again. I don't know. It's I don't want to believe that little baby. Not little. Damn. Now I done got him twisted up. Not little baby. I don't want to believe that the baby is done. I don't want to believe it. I just. I, I don't. He hasn't been around long enough to be done. But. It will be interesting to see what his next album do. And if his fans are still there. Because. Anytime I see the baby trending, they dragging him. Now, all of a sudden, the baby can't rap. And I'm like, wait a minute. Since when? Because last time I checked, the baby could most definitely rap. Y'all like the flow, da 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 And all of a sudden, oh, he used it. We, we tired of that flow. You can't please these motherfucking fans. So, I'm just interested to see, like, what his next project or mixtape does, like, are they going to be fucking with it? Are they going to be funny acting? You know. But that was just a little observation that I made in the midst of all that. Now, I'm sick of talking about music. <laughs> I'm about to wrap this podcast up in a I'm about to wrap it up. No, but first, first we have to talk about this JT cancer patient. I'm horrible with transitions, y'all. As y'all see, I'm just jumping all around today, and I'm probably going a little faster than I should. Um, but it's Monday. <laughs> what can I say? Um, so JT, first of all, let's just stop right there. Let's stop at JT. JT is from Miami. I understand she's a celebrity. I understand, you know. Y'all hold celebrities to this super high-ass standard. I get it. But the girl is from Miami. She acts like a Miami girl. She acts like a city girl. And this is what I mean a little bit by finicky fans. Y'all loved city girls for being city girls. Y'all loved that they was loud. They was ghetto. They was from Miami. They didn't give a fuck. They, you know, they talk how they talk. Y'all was fucking with it, y'all. Well, first y'all hated it, then y'all loved it. Now y'all acting like y'all hated it again. Okay. JT is not what I would consider media training. JT don't have media training. JT is not finna give the politically correct answers. She's not going to be super sweet in her delivery, like... But that's what y'all claim to love her for. So I'm confused. So, long story less long. Y'all probably done seen it with her and the cancer patient. Um, the young lady commented under JT's post. She had commented, you know, under a few celebrities' posts. Because she's not doing well. This young girl is not doing well. She's battling cancer. And the cancer is, you know, it's a little aggressive. And based on what's going on with her, she doesn't believe that she has long to live. So the young lady, she's been, you know, reaching out to her idols. Like, listen, I I just want to say hello before I leave because I don't have that long. I see nothing wrong with you. Um, yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that at all. 
So, oh my goodness. She commented under JT's post. And JT told the girl, I'm going to DM you. But at the same time, JT was in the middle of arguing with somebody else on Instagram. You know, she dates Lil Uzi first. So she was arguing with another girl about him. They was in like a nasty little argument at the same time that this young girl messaged her. Somewhere along the line, lines got crossed. JT thought that the young lady who commented that she had cancer and she was a big fan was actually like a fake page or like a bot or something. So she winds up blocking the girl. Well, she didn't block her just yet. So JT said she was going to DM the girl. I guess it didn't happen. So the young lady commented again like, JT, you know, I'm just following up to see if you had time. JT fans started eating this girl up telling her she ungrateful and all of this telling her she should die and just being disgusting not JT her fans JT fans were being very nasty to this 16 year old fucking cancer patient like it was outrageous they was telling this girl she deserved cancer just all type of nasty shit hateful shit so that's when JT blocks the girl because JT thinks that it's a bot. She thinks it's a spam page. She thinks it's fake. She don't think that it's like a real situation. And in the midst of all that, JT's still arguing with this other girl that she had been back and forth with. So people are assuming that JT's tweets like fuck you and fuck that girl too is about the young cancer patient and it wasn't. JT did block the girl. So that's what made people think that her fuck you tweets was to her. Listen, listen, listen. This is the thing. Pause, Fiddy Wop. Pause, Fiddy Wop. This is the thing. I'm not blaming the 16-year-old ever. She's 16. She died of cancer. Like, hell yeah, before you leave this earth, reach out to your fucking idols. Period. It's nothing wrong with that. Children do it all the time. I've seen a lot of people like, you got cancer and you think about JT. That's not the point and y'all are missing the point and that's sad. The point of it all is this somebody she look up to, she idolized and she knows she don't got long on this earth. And when she gone, she gone. You feel me? Like that has to be a hard ass realization to come to that. I'm about to die and I'm only 16. Like, my life is really finna be cut short, and it's not in my control. And before I go, I want to just say hi to a couple of my idols and let them know that their music has gotten me through. Nothing wrong with that. People was pointing out, well, she posted it on a, a lot of celebrity statuses. So, she's fans of a lot of people. She want to say goodbye to a lot of people before she goes. So I'm I'm never, ever blaming no child dying from cancer for no shit like that. I thought that was disgusting. It was ignorant and I was not here for it. And I'm also not blaming JT because I honestly feel like it was such... For me, it was such an obvious misunderstanding. Like, I, I seen how that could be misunderstood. You in the middle of cussing somebody ass out on Twitter and then one of your young fans hit you 
like JT said in her explanation video, I'm going to get back to you. But see, people just took it, ran with it. They dragging JT. I don't like the death threats to that girl. Period. I think the only... I think JT could have remedied it by just telling her fans to... Hey, man, stop sending death threats to the girl. Period. But um, at the end of the day, at the very, very, very end of the day, celebrities are humans guys and again it's not this 16 year old fault i don't expect nobody to be rude and nasty to that little girl i don't think jt was being rude to her i think it was a misunderstanding of she didn't think it was a real page so she blocked she thought it was like somebody just saying some shit so she she blocked her thought they thought the little girl was trolling but we really, and I'm not talking to the 16-year-old girl, I'm just talking about in general. We have to realize that celebrities is real, everyday as people with more followers and more money. That's it. They are fucking normal. The same regular ass mistakes that your ass make, they make the same fucking mistakes. Like, we we just... We gotta stop putting so much um expectations. I guess I, I like to be entertained. Entertain me. Drop an album, drop a mixtape. That's all I need from the artists I fuck with. I don't gotta know what's going on in your personal. I don't gotta know who you fucking. I don't have to know nothing about nothing. I just wanna hear your fucking music. I wanna play it. I wanna enjoy it. That's it. That's all I need. That's why when I seen all these people dragging JT and doing all this, I'm like, is it that serious? Like, is it really, really, really that serious? And to me, it wasn't. I think it was a misunderstanding. JT explained the misunderstanding. And y'all was still carrying on. And at the end of the day, she ain't really owe y'all no exp- um, explanation. She could have reached out to the little girl and they could have chopped it up and had, you know, a little situation. I don't think she owed that shit. But, man, we, we just got to stop being so butthurt when these celebrities don't act the exact way we expect them to act. Everybody, you know, well, not everybody. You had 50-50 on some JT don't owe nobody shit. You had the other 50, like, JT is horrible. She did that to her fan. Like, you, we just got to stop. We got to stop expecting. And, again, I'm not talking to the 16-year-old because me at 16, bitch, I loved. <laughs> I loved who I loved and I fucking idolized who I idolized. Like, I loved my artists that I was in love with. Every child and teenager is going to have art people that they look up to nothing wrong with that so i'm not talking to her i know people are listening to this and be like oh my god how you gonna tell somebody no i'm not telling nobody who to idolize no 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 i'm talking to the grown motherfuckers who was dragging jt and drag even dragging a little girl i'm talking to y'all grown-ass bitches a these fan bases are toxic as fuck y'all go after anybody who say anything remotely um critical of your fave and i think that's toxic as fuck and then you have people like oh jt is this jt is that 
Just don't put that much stock in it and you'll be all right. JT and all these other artists ain't going to act how you expect them to act. And that's okay. Period. That's okay. It's okay. The quicker y'all stop putting all this, like, expecting people to do and say and think how you do, you won't be disappointed. I, I promise you. I don't expect nobody out here to think like me, act like me, talk like me, be like me, like none of that shit. At all. I don't expect it. And y'all shouldn't expect it either. So, she apologized. Let it go. It's over with. She apologized when she didn't have to. Um, She ain't owe nobody no explanation. But the little girl. It was really just between her and the little girl. Y'all just so happened to see it. So, that's that on that. We have 48 minutes, y'all. And we ain't talked about shit but music. <laughs> But um, we do got to get into this good sis, though. I'm going to spend... We're going to end it on this note. So, there is a woman who has been missing nearly a month. We have not heard anything of her. Like, she has a small-ass article on DallasNews.com. Very small article. Like, I'm Googling her... Not much is coming up. Joanna Terry, 49 years old, right? Don't nobody know where she at. This is in Texas. They don't know her last location. All they know is she a 5'5 black woman, 155 pounds with medium build and black hair. And drive a gray Kia Soul. That's it. Again, it was so little information on this lady. I almost didn't cover it because I'm like, what? what is there to know? It's literally no details about her anywhere. My thing is, how can someone be missing? Y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know when this black woman, like who was the last person to see her alive? Where was she at? What was she doing? Did she say anything? Was she in trouble? What Was somebody follow, following her? Was she in a domestic situation? Like, y'all don't know nothing about this missing black woman that's been missing for a fucking year. I mean, not a year. I'm sorry. Not a year. A month. Joe, Joe Anna Terry, 49 years old. Y'all know shit. Honestly, truthfully, that that's... It frustrates me, but I'm I'm not gonna go there. I'm not finna go on a tangent, but it does frustrate me because I looked high and low on the internet. I couldn't find really anything about her except for this very, very, very short article. That's it. I mean, how can somebody be missing for a month? And nobody say anything. It's not on the news. It's not on social media. It's nothing. So, just another example of how they take the disappearances of black women so fucking. Like, they say that shit with a grain of salt. Like, okay. Well, they'll show up when they show up. Y'all know how they do us. That's why, you know, I just encourage us. Like, I always encourage black women like I said on the uh the last episode, the girl strip episode, stay together. Don't go off with nobody. And I don't know if this is the case for Joanna. I'm not saying it was, but I'm just saying because if you go missing, they these motherfuckers ain't looking for you. 
they're not looking for you. Especially if there is a white woman who is also missing, they're not looking for you. And this shit is so sad to me because it's like, I mean, in this month that she's been missing, she was last heard from on February 9th. What was that conversation like? Who was that conversation with? What was said? What was she doing? What what was she going? Like something. And it's like they they give you nothing. It's like they just they not looking for us. So in this month that she's been gone, were y'all not looking? Where did you look if you did look? Like y'all gotta give me something. Nevertheless, I'm gonna post it on the Kate Dish podcast. I mean the Kate Dish um Instagram. So y'all could check it out. But it's no details. Like, I can't even say fast forward to such and such to hear her story. It's literally no story. Like, they're giving out no details about this woman. And it's it's sad. So, we're just going to keep her in our prayers. Be on the lookout. If you see her, let her know people looking for her. Um, you can only hope that these black women are alive somewhere. But it's like when they go missing and they've been missing for a whole month and nobody's out looking for them in that month, you don't know what happened to them. Like, you don't know what happened to these black women. Black women are going missing at alarming rates in this country and nobody is saying shit about it. And it's sad. It's sad and it's scary as fuck. And it makes you want to go get guns, but shit, what's the use of having guns if you outgun? You feel me? So... But nevertheless, you know how we do. I'm going to put it up on the Kate Dish um, IG. You can see Miss Joanna Terry. And we could just hope and pray that nobody did nothing foul to this lady. Because nobody don't deserve that shit, y'all. But that's all I got on this Monday. I'm sorry I only talked about music game. I talked a little bit about Atlanta. But mostly about music. But anyway, it's been it's been great chatting with you girls. I be missing y'all. I don't know about this once a week shit. I don't know, man. We might have to go back to our goddamn rules. Because this ain't it. I be like, where are the girls? I don't be talking to y'all. I don't be hearing from y'all. Like, I don't know, y'all. We... I, I, I tried this once a week thing to see if y'all like it better. But... I can't tell. And honestly, I miss twice a week. I feel like once a week is not enough. It be so much shit that be going on between, you know, the time I be talking to y'all. But anyway, we gonna work on it. I'm working on giving me a damn co-host, y'all. I think I'm gonna go and get a co-host. I think I'm gonna go ahead and get me a permanent co-host. I will post details about that going forward, moving forward. But anyway, have a good Monday. Catch me on the Cake Dish official on IG. That's where I'm at. That's where you can find me. All day, all night. I haven't been posting this much because, like, three of my posts have been fucking taken down by Instagram. Like, people have reported at least three posts and got them deleted. I'm fucking irritated by that, honestly. That shit shit kind of discouraged me. I'm not going to lie because I'm putting up content and quick little write-ups and the shit is getting deleted like i don't know i'm i'm frustrated by that but anyway i'm gonna get back into the the to the flow of shit later this later this week so 
I'll keep posting shit, posting a little tea or whatever, child. But yeah, baby, I was not feeling that shit. I'm like, okay, I don't know why the fuck y'all following me just to report shit, but I'm going to show y'all I'm not posting shit. But we back. Anyway, y'all, that's episode 98, Kate's Podcast. Honey, I'm finna get in here, edit this damn book. I want to hire an editor so bad, but I'm not. I'm going to push through this grueling ass task of editing my own book so anyway we're pulling an all-nighter y'all be safe enjoy your monday don't let these people scratch you out today don't let them bosses stress you out remember you only get paid twenty dollars an hour so you do twenty dollars an hour worth of work period i don't give a fuck what they say and if they ain't paying overtime which means time and a half you do your 20 hours worth of work Clock in at 8, take your lunch break at noon, and clock your ass out at 5 o'clock. Don't do nothing extra. I don't give a damn how overwhelmed they is. You work within your pay scale. Period. Don't let these folks overwork you on this good Monday. And until next Monday, I'm going to see you girls later.